and gentlemen, and welcome to the Low Sodium Show. I am your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler, and uh, we're going to have a great show tonight. We're talking about swim baits, um, uh, uh, underutilized, in my opinion, bait uh, in the kayaking world. Um, you know, and then there are several kayaking anglers that are proficient uh, swim bait fishermen. Uh, one that pops in my head is, is Evan Howard. Uh, you know, spotted bass, striped bass, largemouth bass. He, he's really got it down to a science. Um, others, uh, a guy out in California, a buddy of mine named Ray. Um, and Ray's asked to have his uh, last name omitted. Um, but Ray is, is an amazing swim bait fisherman. Um you know, for those California uh, Clear Lake bass, um, you know, uh, 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 shoot, there there are just a handful of really good swim bait fishermen out there who throw them regularly and catch big fish with them, and a lot of them as well, and it's surprising that more people don't throw them, and, and I believe it is more of a um, uh, uh, stigmata around them. Uh, so we're gonna break them down a little bit, the different types, and and, and you know some gear you're gonna want to consider using. Um, and the great thing about swim baits is you can match the swim bait size and technique to any rod you have in your arsenal. I'm gonna break that down uh, for you, so you really can get started with with no matter what you have, and that's the great thing about it. Um, we're gonna talk about body shape styles. Things you need to understand before you go out and and, and invest in uh in into uh, some of the swim baits out there and and, and truthfully honest it's an investment. I mean some of them are fifty sixty dollars each, and there's a reason for that. And we're gonna break that down as well. Um, so, uh, folks, if you if you never listened to the show before, or if you're a guest in the ch- in the chat room and you want to join in the in the chat, and granted, I'm I'm not much of a typer because uh, I can't do two things at once, uh, but please post your 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 questions. Uh, you can sign in using your Facebook account uh, right there. It says uh, uh, sign in, and you just click on that, and it'll it'll show you how to do it. Or if you want to call in, feel free. Number seven one four eight one six four seven two seven. Please remember, if you are going to be stupid and you've, you wouldn't say it in front of your mother, don't say it here. So there you go. Um, might as well take a quick break, like we always do. And when we come right back, we're going to start breaking down the body styles of swim baits because that is the truly where the, the basis of swim bait fishing begins is that body style. So that being said, we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Full Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foreground. Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Full Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Full Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? 
Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers. Made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. All right, folks, you've heard me talk about the Lick'em Lures and the Tongue Slapper recently, and for the past several months. Uh, and truly, it's a bait that every time I go out, I learn something new about. And, and it's not necessarily, you know, how it works, but, but how to work it, uh, how to rig it differently. Uh, it is one of those baits where you have a situation, it can fill it. You need a bait for a Carolina rig, you've got one. You need a bait to punch through mats, guess what, you've got one. Jerk bait bite, you need to fire them up again, you've got it. Or, you just need to cover some water, cranking, you've got it as well. So check it out, it's the Tongue Slapper from Lick'em Lures, go to Lick uh, lickemlureinc.com right now. Check them out and let them know that you heard it here at the Low Sodium Show. You are listening to the Low Sodium Show on Kayak Fishing Radio with your host, Mark, the Landing Crew Wheeler. Alright, folks, and we are back and this next segment is brought to you by HuntFishPaddle.com. Go to Right now, use uh, promo code SPINNERBAIT10 to receive 10% off your next SPINNERBAIT purchase. Again, that is SPINNERBAIT10, only at HuntFishPaddle.com. All right, guys, we're going to talk about swim baits. Let's start. Let's break down the different styles of swim baits. And it it there there's two. Uh, two different ends of the spectrum. And we'll start at the one end. And, and, and the one end is the low end. And the low end is our bait. And I say low end, and please understand, the low end, I'm talking smaller swim baits. I'm talking beginner swim baits. Or my eyes, beginner swim baits. And, and what I'm talking about are uh, the small paddle tails. Uh, your um, your Slayer Inks. Your DOAs. Um, your your Your... Your full-bodied, not hollow-bodied swim baits. Um, these are the ones that you use. You know, a lot of guys primarily use them on uh, the yellow, uh, umbrella rig, or what you find out here on the Casbah umbrella rig, as I call it, or the Kerr rig. Um, and, and you really you're you're hurting yourself uh, in that sense because they're great baits for when you have a smaller. Uh, forage species in the lake. Okay, when you have a smaller profile like minnows and and stuff and and you know just emergent shad, um, you know or, or freshly hatched shad like in uh, early July time frame where you have the you know the two and a half three inch shad that they like to eat like bass and, and, and catfish and everything else like to eat it could really make them truly weedless. Um, personally, my favorite is a uh, is taking a um, a Slayer ink. In any of the colors, really, and um, using a a, a four-aught heavy-duty wide-gap hook, and then my local tackle shop 
has a clamp-on style belly weight that is just stellar, and I can cut it. I can actually cut it with my pliers or break it with my pliers to give me the the, the size that I want. It's got little notches in it, you know, sixteenth, eighth, you know, quarter, and that's about the size it gets. Um, he's got ones that are that are half ounce, but you can't break them. Um, that you get out on there as well, and that's great for you know just pre-emergent vegetation. You know, when when you're just it, it's not to the surface yet, but it's not you know, on the bottom where you've got a lot of water there. It really cuts through the, the weeds really well. And it catches fish. You know, it's one of those small little baits. It gives off, you know, the paddle tail is very important. Um, and let me break down the paddle tail for you and, and, and how that works. Basically what it is, is if you took, okay, uh, uh, the bill from a, from a crankbait, okay, and you took it, and you made your line uh, uh, straight onto it, and you pulled it through the water. What would happen is, is when water, when the pressure from the water hits the the face of that paddle tail, okay, it creates a, a disturbance behind the tail, okay, which allows it to rock to 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 cap because. Air and water don't like each other. You know, when when air is underwater, it, water doesn't like that, and it actually creates a pocket of movement, and it makes it slide to one side. It's the same way a, a, a crankbait wobbles. Okay, best way to explain it. So when it's doing that, it's creating a lot of pulsing vibration. But the the tails are very important, and if you look at something, it's very simple. Is if you go from like a bass assassin or a DOA, you notice the tails have a very they're not flat, straight up and down, okay. Unlike your Slayer ranks, unlike your um, your uh, uh, hollow body swim baits, where they have a really flat back tail. There's two reasons. There's two uh, uh, things about that. That the two two different things that make that that weird is that when you have a slanted tail, you don't have as much rolling action in the bait, nor is it a wide wobble tail action. It's much tighter. So when you're in areas where you have a lot of minnows and, and they they they're really you know really skitterish um, is the way I like to call it because they don't move their tail a lot but it's just a really tight vibration. Um, so we're going to classify it for something much easier. Tight vibration, something similar to like a rattle trap, very tight wobble, right? And then you have a square bow crankbait, okay, or a wake bait. There you go. Wake baits have a very wide wobble because they have a very flat surface, similar to you know your your slayers, your um, your sassy shads, uh, a lot of your hollow body swim baits, and that because that tail, okay, next to the surface area is being much larger on the tail, it's flatter in the back, okay. What that allows is that tail to really whip from side to side and really give off a really strong pulsing vibration. Um, and it is really good for when you're in, you know, tannic, dirty water. Um, when you're, you're dealing with, with bait that is, you know, your, um, your golden shiners, your shads. Um, you know, I see it a lot on lakes with, um, white, 
white perch, especially uh, perch in general. Um, but it, but especially white perch. When the bass are feeding on white perch, I don't know what it is, but that but you could throw the same color with a different tail, bait, same size, same everything, but the tail slightly different. But they want that that wide wobble kicking, and I think it's because if you ever watch a white perch swim, it really it's not tight. It's real loose swimming, you know, side to side, almost snakeish, um, and it's very 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 good for situations like that. And that's you know where we're moving up here. We have the the, the smaller smaller swim baits. Moving up from there is we have those hollow body swim baits, okay, and and these are ones that really are my bread and butter. Um, I find that, that a hollow body swim bait can be absolutely deadly um, when, you know, the bite is tough. And, and the great thing about them is there's limit limitless rigging options. Um, you know, again, I'm using heavy-duty wire, uh, heavy-duty hooks, must-add hooks, um, with a, a belly weight on them. And, and, and a little tip as well, I don't like the screw locks in the nose. I really don't. Um, they, uh, uh, they, they kind of tick me off, um, because they, they tear up the bait pretty bad. What I do like though, and it's kind of a, a, a trick is taking, um, a piece of your, uh, tubing that you would use for your, for your, um, brain fart. Gosh darn it. Uh, your your spinnerbait trailer, and slide that on the hook after you you put it through the nose. Slide that on the hook and push it up there. It helps to keep it on there. Uh, I use a parasite rig a lot too, and a parasite it's a parasite clip, and then basically it, it, you put it on the line that you tie your hook on. And what happens is when you rig that up, that's that clip comes around from in front of the bait, and you can actually add a, a nose to it. A lot of them have a little cone nose which keeps them getting fouled up. And it just comes around, and it's a little piece of, of wire, basically, that just loops around the base of, the, of where the, the hook comes out of the belly and, and holds the bait on there. Um, you know, uh, uh, I, I really like throwing them pegged with, the, uh, like, a half-ounce Texas rig weight, you know, pegged down. That, that weight, when that, once that weight's pegged, I can throw it into whatever I want to, and it's going to come out clean every time. Um, you know, this, the belly weighted swim bait hooks are great for this. And a little tip on, on them as well. Uh, a lot of guys I see, they, they tear up their bait something fierce because they, they do it, they rig them, the hook normally. It, it's wrong. What you want to do, and, and, and how I, I explain it to folks is, um, the way I explain it is, is you take the hook and you run it like you would before any other way, you know, through right through the center, go down past the barb, bring it out through the underneath. Now what I do is I pull out that hook after that, and then I slide my eyelet up through that hole I just created. It keeps it from really tearing up the bait too bad. Um, and if, you know, I, I always carry a little thing of super glue as well when I'm spinner uh, swim bait fishing. A couple dabs always hold it to the hook uh, very well, and I always dab on the bottom side, never on the knot, because um, I don't want anything inhibiting the knot at all, or my line for that matter. Um, 
another way of rigging it, which I really like doing this time of year when I'm working those deeper ledges or, or, or winter time or when, when I'm fishing deep, and especially off of, uh, uh, you know, structure, uh, you know, uh, rock and gravel. And, and when those bass are suspended, it's just we're using a, a, a regular swim bait head, um, a lead head. Uh, I, I'll go all the way up to three quarters of an ounce, especially with larger hollow body swim baits. Because they sink so low, because that tail is just so violent and 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 from side to side it really slimmed down. So a three quarter ounce is the way to go. So again, super heavy duty hooks, and um, you know not weedless. You know again that's why I'm fishing them. You know in that area, if I'm fishing in a um, in uh, in weeds and I need something heavy like that or want to fish it with the lead head, a Tommy head jig. Um, contact Tommy and uh, um, talk to him a little bit and see if he can make you some special jig heads. Uh, he made me some much larger jig heads uh, a while back that uh, I use for a lot of different things, but for one of them is using big swim baits. And granted, they're not you know three quarters of an ounce. Uh, I don't even think they were half an ounce, um, but they were just enough that it was a real slow fall, and that's what they wanted. And um, you know, it, it won me a, a pocket full of change. Which was great, um, you know. The 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 rigging for these baits is really limitless in the, in that soft plastic style. And then you have the swim baits. If we're talking soft plastic style swim baits, um, like the Bass Pro Shops, uh, uh, was it the the Razor Shad or um, you know other ones like it, where it's a soft body swim soft body swim bait looking thing with usually a treble hook at the bottom it's got a a a wire system through it um or even the storm shads from uh the the uh uh, the storm style uh uh swim baits as well great baits um you know we'll break down both the storm style which is a quintessential bait and a lot of more guys are using them um you know with with the lead in in you know in the bait itself the plastic itself you know, it really takes a lot of the, the guesswork out of it. And, um, you know, guys are figuring out a way to, to rig them weedless. Um, I'm still working on it. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things that once you, you figure them out, gosh darn, they can catch some fish. And and not just bass, but walleye, muskie, pike. Um, I know guys that catch catfish on them. Um, these are baits that, you know, really do well in a variety of places and in one bag of them you tsunami makes a great one uh just a pearl color with a little holographic uh, uh my uh um uh mylar inside of it um really does wonders you know and it's something you can always keep in your truck and and, and have on you and you always catch fish with them uh, you know especially like the two inch three inch ones you'll catch crappie and bass and doesn't matter. It'll eat it. And then you have like the like I was saying the the Bass Pro laser shads and several other styles that the companies that make ones like it. And it's a uh, it's a jointed plastic swim bait, soft plastic swim bait I should say. Um, it's one of those baits that I really enjoy using every so often, and, and, it, and it runs similar to a um, uh, a Lopus crank in the way it, it's pulled through the water. It's not pulled through the nose. It's pulled through the back. And you know it wobbles and it, and it really swims nice and you know I find that if I if I fish it like a, a 
a jerk bait or even even better like a Carolina rig where I just kind of sweep the rod and let it dance a little bit and let it slowly sink and it sinks really seductively you know on its side and it kind of spirals down like a good tube will um you know it, it it's really good good for that and and catches a lot of fish um it's caught me a lot of fish and and, and it's a great bait to, to search with as well all these baits are search baits these are power baits in my mind no finesse here um, and then the other side of the spectrum, uh, we have the hard baits, and this is where you're going to start shelling out some cash. Uh, the BBZ ones, the bull shads, um, the custom swim baits that are out, that are made now by by uh, uh, what I like to call garage tackle makers, and and these are the ones where you're talking fifty, sixty bucks plus. Um, you know, I know a guy who buys. Uh, one certain type from one guy, and they're like ninety bucks a pop. Um, but these are big fish catching baits. Uh, the BBZ one is one of my favorites in the world. Uh, it's but it's still twenty bucks. Um, and and the the way these really separate themselves is that they're they're harder. They're hard plastic usually. Um, a lot of them have ballast systems in them, which allow them to do a lot more. And allow you to tweak them more as well. Like uh, True Tungsten's has a um, a weight system in it that you can take out weight and put weight in and move the weight a little bit as well. You know, if you want it to to work more with its nose down, depending on how you're fishing it, or you move the weight a little bit, you know, towards the center, it allows it to 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 fall the shimmering shape motion on the way down, or you put it in the back. And, it, and it, when you stop it, it kind of rolls and and, and flutters on the da- on the fall. And, you know, it all changes things up. And these are this is why these baits are, are that expensive. And a lot of times they're made out of wood or or, pla- or, or hard plastic, and and it's or polycarbonate. And what it, what's amazing is is that especially the wood ones, what those guys will do is they'll carve those those baits by hand. And 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 you'll put the weights in there and build it, and then they go out and test it. If that bait doesn't run the way the builder wants it to, he scraps it. He doesn't sell it. So he might have to go through three or four baits doing the same thing over and over again until it runs correctly. And it's no fault of his own, but it could be the difference in the wood. And this is where I need to explain something, is that when you start making your own custom wooden baits, this is the hardest part for early tackle companies that were making wooden crankbaits. Everyone remembers who or has been fishing long enough knows is that there's all that you can buy five of the same wooden bait. Out of that five, there is always one that outfished the rest of them for whatever reason, whether it was the wobble or whatever. So. It's, uh, it's something I, I, I really got to stress is, you know, you're paying for a quality piece. Now, what makes these so different is they're hard. There is no soft givenness to them. Okay? The the movement you get from them is from a jointed body. And what, it, what the joint is is two wire, let's say eye hooks, okay? They come together, all right, and that to... Flex, and it does this surprisingly. When you pull through the water, it just happens, and it's because if you ever looked at a swim bait's head, 
It's got a flat head similar to a, uh, a Lopus crankbait. And you know how Lopus crankbaits wobble, right? Well, that slight face on it, when that goes to the water, it moves it from side to side, which starts the action. Because the joints are there, it allows that action to be exaggerated more, which gives the swim bait what it does. And trust me, I know swim baits. I love swim baits. I remember fishing in California when I was stationed out there, taking thick broom handles, okay, that, you know, I, I'd go to the dollar store and I'd look for these wooden broom handles. Usually it was, it was the mop handle or the push broom handle, you know, the, the good inch and a half, two inch thick ones. Taking it home with a hacksaw, cutting it down into eight to ten inch pieces, Cutting that 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 flat head on it a little bit, that little angled head. Taking a, a a drill with a super long bit, drilling all the way through. Putting my through wire through there, cutting it, bending that wire together to create the jointed body. Putting three or four joints. I I, I got crazy sometimes. I put like nine joints on a uh, jointed bodies, not like you know joints, please. Um, but putting the hooks on them and going out and bass fishing with them. And catch a fish. Of course, I'd spray paint them and color them up and everything. But they caught fish. And it's a true testament to, you know, A, how stupid a bass really is. But B, how effective, you know, that joining, flanted body style really is. And they really don't give them enough credit for how absolutely awesome a jointed swim bait can be. Now, we've talked about the body styles, and, and folks, if you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. If you listen to the podcast, um, send me a message on Facebook. I'm Mark Lennon Crew Wheeler. Just hit me up. Uh, I always check my, my message in my other folder all the time. I get questions all the time from folks, and please, you, are, you will never, ever, ever, ever hear me complain about them, okay? I love hearing your questions. Um, because you know what, you you bring on a new. When you ask a question, okay, I have to break it down, and, and, I, and trust me, I answer everyone's emails, everyone's messages. Believe me, um, it, it, might, it might take me a few days, but I'll get to you. I promise. Um, and you know, it's one of those things that it makes me better. And I appreciate that, and I hope that you become better as well. Um, so with all that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and we come right back. Uh, we'll start talking rigs you want to start thinking about, rods, line, and how to fish a swim bait. And we'll break down the different styles as well. So with that being said, we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Full Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foregrip. Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Full Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Full Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. All right, guys. It's October. Tommy Head has another two-for-one special. 
Buy two packs of jig heads, get one free, and the color of the month is green pumpkin. This is my favorite Tommy head, one of my favorite Tommy head colors. So get out there, check them out. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Tommy head jigs are the most versatile jig head you can have in your box. Period. Check them out. TommyHeadJigs.com Let them know that you heard them here at the Low Sodium Show. folks, and we are back to more of the Low Sodium Show. And this segment is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. Go to jacksonkayak.com right now and check out the newest line of boats that we have out there. That real tree, Kilroy, is a hunting beast. And you can fish out of it, too. So check them out, jacksonkayak.com. All right, let's talk about gear uh, real fast. And before I actually get too far ahead of myself, uh Got my co-host who finally decided to show up. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, Matt, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Yakchum Trucks, and and, and Matt uh, texted me. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it tonight, but you know, he's here. And uh, what's going on, Matt? Yo, good evening, man. I had to take the my uh, lady out to dinner, so uh, we did that, and I actually made it back in time. I was pretty surprised. <laughs> Excellent, man. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, you got to take that. Got to take care of the. Uh, the one who makes our decisions, huh? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. Um, so let's let's start, start talking about gear. And, and the great thing about about gear for swim bait fishing is that you already have it. Okay. Personally, for me, you can be you. I use for like my smaller swim baits spinning gear I don't need to go too crazy I'm not using heavy weights just to cast and retrieve okay simple I move up I move my my gear up I start talking about hollow body swim baits I move up to my spinner bait rod my spinner bait gear hard body swim baits I start using my heavier crank bait rod my jerk bait rod and because I am a freak of nature I have a swim bait rod Okay, don't overthink the swim bait. It is the most versatile bait that you can have. All right, don't go too crazy. I'm not gonna tell you to go braid. I'm not gonna tell you to go fluorocarbon, because you know what? I want you to fish it with a swim bait. Buy swim baits and try them out. Don't be afraid. And there is no wrong gear or line or whatever. Play with it. Okay, this is one of those times when your mother, you know, your mother will approve of you playing with it. Okay. So, trust me, go out there and try them. If all you have is mono on on a couple of of cheapo rods and reels, that's fine. And I say cheapo, and don't feel, don't get me wrong. I've got some cheapo gear too. But please go out there and and, and throw these baits. There is no secret gear to them. You know, unlike how I really stress about some other baits, you know, shaky heads and you know drop shots. Um, you know, spinner baits, my crankbait setups, and everything else. How I'm really particular with with the swim bait. 
you'll find that if you throw the same bait on four different rods, it'll give you four different actions. It'll give you four different falls. It'll give you everything different. So just throw a swim bait on a rod and throw it. Tanya, you will not go wrong. You will catch fish, and don't give up on it either. This is one of those baits. you got to understand, swim baits are amazing at catching fish. But it's another one of those baits where you've got to throw it and be committed to it a little bit. Don't just go out there for 20 minutes and throw a swim bait and say, it's not, I didn't catch a fish, it doesn't work, I throw it away, he doesn't know what to talk about. No. Do like I do. When I pick up a... When I decide that I am going to work on a style of fishing, let it be swim baits, I will literally... And the great thing is I can take more rods with me. I literally take my my all other baits out of my equation. I leave them in the truck. I take all my swim baits with me, and I practice, and I throw them, and I throw them, and I throw them, until I start catching fish, until the things start clicking. And you know what? I'm not going to even tell you how to retrieve them, because you know what? I've had it literally. I'll be reeling it in real slow, just, and that sometimes that's all they want. It's for you to cast it, let it sink. And just reel it real slow all the way in. No stops. Nothing. Some days you're going to reel it and give it a slight pause. Some days you're going to crank it. Some days you're going to uh, uh, snap the line, you know, snap the rod, like you're fishing a jerk bait. And that's what they want. And that is the versatility of a swim bait that most people don't understand. Is that you can literally fish it. There is no wrong way to fish it. You know, and, and this amazes me that more people don't throw them. You know, and, and granted, yes, the, the hard body swim baits, you know, your more expensive ones, you know, there are tricks like, you know, railing it and then, you know, giving it one, two quick turns, snap the rod and giving it line. You can actually make that swim bait turn 180 degrees, and, you know, turn and face away from you. You know, um, you you can take it and, and and snap the rod tip, you know, down a few times and actually make that bait spin, you know, uh, uh, it almost doesn't look correct, but it spins around a circle in the water, and and it it really doesn't move from that area, it just spins in that one spot, Um, you know, and these are super, 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 super advanced techniques that take a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time on the water with them to figure them out. But, you know what? Those are things that just look cool a lot of times. That that one where you, where you snap the rod tip and make it face away is deadly when those bass are just following it. But you know what? Before I learned how to do that, I learned that if you increase the speed and then just killed it, when you stopped everything and gave it some slack, it's all you ever needed to do half the time. And that increase the speed is literally like two cranks in the rod handle. You see him, and you go, one, two, and you just give him line. That's all you ever had to do. The bass will eat it. The catfish, the, the pike, the muskie. It's one of those great things. Swim baits are the most versatile, one of the most versatile baits in your arsenal. Get out there and throw them already. Please. Simple as that. Matt, you got anything? 
Negative. Cool, man. Right, now you're good. Nah, all right. Quick show. Yeah. You know, swim baits aren't hard. They're they're the they're uh they're a bait that you know I don't think enough people use, and and it really sucks because they're great. Yeah, I love hard swim baits, like you were talking about before, especially the Spro BBZs, man. Those, those things move like they're alive. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, and, and bass, they catch. Matter nowhere to hit one of those. And they catch everything, man. And and most yeah. people ask, why does that bait work? Well, it runs off the theory of schooling dynamics. And the theory of schooling dynamics is this. Baitfish survive in schools. Okay? Baitfish die, become food, when they are a singular notion. Okay? And the reason they work is because you have a bait. Baitfish are everywhere. Big schools of baitfish everywhere. But in the middle of nowhere... Middle of all the bait schools is one bait. Not in the school, just kind of going his own way. It's 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 engraved in all predatory fish to eat that one because there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with that bait fish. I have to kill it. That's what they do. That's why the banjo minnow was so effective. Most people make fun of it, but you know what? It caught a lot of fish. Holy cow! And I ran off the thought of not. Necessarily, and that's why drop shots work so well. Is it, it runs off the theory of, you know, bat fish are simple creatures. They think of three things all the time. I need to stay safe. I need to eat. I need to make babies. That's it. Okay. Now that second one there, I need to eat, has a jealousy factor in it. Okay, and the jealousy factor is this. If there's something that could possibly remove the food from me later on, i.e. another predator or sickness, that bass or catfish or whatever will go out of its way to to kill it and eat it. Simple fact. So, all things you need to think about, you know, when you're laying in bed at night like I do and go... How does that work? Hmm. Pretty simple stuff. I apologize for yawning, uh, but I am absolutely beat. Uh, so that being said, Maddie, got anything to add? Uh, I got a couple of videos in my blog were nominated on uh, the Kayak Angular Choice Awards, which I thought was pretty cool. So um, cool. Yeah, if you guys wouldn't mind going over there and chunking me a vote up on round one. That would be awesome. And before some people can start going, well, why weren't you know you added to it there, Mark, and and for you know whatever, I am not allowed to, um, because we are one of the promoters and one of the the the, uh, the major forces behind um, the Kai Angler Choice Awards. We are actually um, to keep things fair, so people don't go, oh, that's why he won. No, no, no. You understand that we we put ourselves out to keep it as fair as possible, and um, uh, you know uh, give give the rest of everybody a, a chance at the spotlight. So, 
yeah, we helps. can't be um, nominated for Kayak Angler of the Year. But if we have a website or anything like that, apparently we can get that up there or videos, this sort of thing. Um, but Hi. also I saw um, one of our sponsors is up there, HuntFishPaddle.com. So go over there and uh, hit them up for a few votes. Great great website they got, um, yeah, good store. Uh, they're, they're all about what we're all about, so check yep. that out. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So with that being said, I'd like to thank all of my personal sponsors, um, Jackson Kayak, Bull Bay Rods, Orca Coolers, uh, Lickem Lures, and Tommy Head Jigs. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Uh, and for you, the, the listener, thank you as well. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Uh, Jackson Kayak, Ram Mounts, Torquedo Motors, Bending Branch, Aquabound Paddles, all great gear, great stuff. Check them out. Uh Check out their stuff online. I, I swear by it. It's good stuff. There you go. Alrighty. So with that being said, folks, thank you for showing up tonight. Um, this is a chip show night. Tomorrow night, he's going to have a great show. I know it, as always. Uh, and he's going to talk more about the Kayak English Choice Awards as well. Um, but, as always, when you give the same spiel I always do, take a kid in the outdoors memories are never hung on the wall. Of, photos are never hung on the wall of you watching TV. Think about it. Always wear your PFD. It does you no good. No good. If you're sinking and it's floating away, especially now that it's starting to get cold, it is uber important that you wear a PFD. You get out this weekend to remember to get your fish on, man. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, stay warm. Catch you next time on the Low Sodium Show. Good night, everybody.